Alrighty, episode one of the Everybody Loves Racing podcast is underway. The green flag is out. Let's get this show on the road. My name is Greg, and I am the host of the Everybody Loves Racing page on Instagram. Last year, I started the first full year where I posted all the NASCAR news and tried to interact with all you guys on that page. I could not believe the amount of growth that page had. That succeeded any amount of numbers that I expected to see on that but I wasn't able to reach out the way I wanted to I was so busy working full-time my wife right now is pregnant I haven't had the opportunity to reach out and comment on all the posts that I would like to and that's what I want to do here I want to create a platform on Spotify Apple Podcasts and all these different places to reach out interact with you guys and talk about your comments and discuss my opinions here on the world of NASCAR and all the crazy things that are going on and just basically get involved with you guys and talk about what my beliefs are and interact with the NASCAR community some more because I really have enjoyed my time right now in the NASCAR community in the first year. And now that my rookie stripes are off of my car, I want to try something new. I want to try another thing that I did not do last year, and that was create a podcast. That's what I really wanted to do last year but never really got around to doing it. So that's what I'm excited to start this year now that the season has begun. I really look forward to doing that and interacting and creating new different ways to interact some things i plan on doing i plan on having this show and talking about all the things that are going on in nascar looking at the post discussing your guys's comments and on top of that i want to have interactions with true nascar fans i want to have some nascar fans on the show discuss topics that are going on and really interview them and get their opinions here and that will be posted on this show as well I also want to do an Instagram, an Instagram Live, where once a week we go on Instagram Live. You guys can come join um, if you guys would like. We'll discuss anything you guys want to that's involved in the world of NASCAR. Anything you guys want to do, anything you want to talk about, that's your chance to talk to. I would love to interact with you guys um, and talk about that and anything you guys would like to discuss there. I also, and one of the things I'm really excited about is our NASCAR fantasy that we're going to be rolling out this year. Last year, we did a NASCAR fantasy, but it really wasn't open to everybody. This year, it's open to everybody, and we have some sponsors that want to get involved. we got some things that I'm really excited about. We're buttoning up, trying to finish all the things here, uh, dot all the I's and cross the T's on getting things official because I'm really excited to announce what some of the giveaways are. So far, what I've seen is going to be huge. I can't wait to do the giveaways. We got we got giveaways for people who finish first, second, and third on this, and I cannot wait to tell you guys what the prizes are. I would love it if you guys would join us on our NASCAR Fantasy this year. Um, obviously, the Fantasy opens up on the 14th, so that is when I'm going to, to, to open it up to, if you guys would like to join, I would love it. If you guys would join and um, that's where you guys can come in and we, we will by then I'll know what the giveaways are and I'll announce all the different giveaways and the prices right now. I mean, I, I will tell you, it looks like we'll be giving away a Dale Earnhardt senior autograph and I, I'm really excited to announce what the other giveaways are. Um, a, a lot of fun prizes that will be involved in that. So make sure you guys check into that again. My name is Greg. And I really look forward to getting into this podcast with you guys today. We're going to start podcast number one here and talk about all the NASCAR news. Read your guys' comments and I will give my very opinionated opinions here on this show. Without further ado, let's get into today's show. Alrighty, let's start things off with a comment yesterday made by Justin Marks, President and CEO of Trackhouse 
uh, he told Sirius XM NASCAR radio that Trackhouse is not interested in switching manufacturers and that they are fully committed to Chevrolet. Toyota made a comment a week ago stating that they were looking to expand their presence in Cup, which led to many wondering if Trackhouse could make the move. I never really put too much thought into that. I never really thought that there was a true likelihood that Trackhouse could make the jump to Toyota. I mean, we heard David Wilson come out a week or so ago and said that he really would like to expand his presence in Toyota. It's now the time where Toyota could jump to, and I think he said, nine or ten cars. Um, I, would, would it surprise me if we saw something unexpected happen here and a, and a team joined Toyota? I don't really look at Trackhouse, although Trackhouse has been very flashy in the past and has done things that we're all like, wow, that happened? I mean, that has been Justin Marks' MO. Justin Marks has not been afraid to make these crazy moves. I really didn't see it coming from from Justin Marks. They seem like they're kind of in love and in bed with Chevrolet right now. Really would have surprised me to see a Toyota move. Even though Daniel Suarez came into Toyota, he's got an experience from the Toyota camp. Toyota's going to make a move. They really want to get an expansion here and get into NASCAR. They really want to create more seats because we've seen guys like Eric Jones and Daniel Suarez, like I mentioned, come into Toyota and just not have enough seats. Like they don't have that availability. They've got so many drivers in the in the camp or not the camping world truck series anymore, but the Craftsman Truck Series. And they've got the people in the NASCAR Xfinity series. They've got that program where there's a lot of cars out there, but not enough drivers when they get in a cup. They don't have that ability ability. Oh God, that was a hard word for me to say ability to get them into that next level in the NASCAR Cup Series. They kind of stall out once they move on. So they're looking to find a company to put these drivers in. And Justin Marks came out the other day and said it will not be Trackhouse. And I'm kind of happy it's not because I really like the fact that they're building with Chevrolet. They're building something here. And it sounds like they're committed for the long term. Let's read some of the comments that you guys have here in regards to this. Um, Daniel Dixon, 2023 said, maybe RCR. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't see that happening. NASCAR has done things in the past that really surprised me. I mean, I felt like I used to have a pulse on all this new NASCAR news on what could happen, what was potentially a deal. Um, I don't see RCR going to the Toyota. RCR seems like they're definitely in connection with Chevrolet. They've got that past. They got that present and the future, it seems like, with Chevrolet. They're starting to really build that brand back. I'm, I love what RCR is doing with Kyle Busch, and it looks like Austin Dillon may be stepping up to that next level here. I don't see RCR as a potential. My guess, like if, I, if you're putting the gun in my head and saying, where do you think uh, the Toyota company comes from? I would definitely lean a little more towards Front Row Motorsports just based off the fact that David Gillen Racing was their big connection in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. They were the ones that was producing or were producing the drivers to go in a cut where we saw Todd Gillen come from. And that is what really, I mean, we'll talk about that later here as NASCAR news came out. But that connection was really big. They were really, the feeder system was the David Gillan Racing, even though they did have their own truck system too. You saw a lot of the drivers come from David Gillan Racing. They built parts for Front Row Motorsports in the truck series. And now that that connection is no longer there because David Gillan Racing, which is now Tricon, is now Toyota. They don't have that pairing anymore. They don't have that connection. And they could move to Toyota alongside with David Gillan Racing. And on top of all of that, they really haven't had that Ford support that most Ford companies have 
Ford, they've just been another Ford team. So I would lean a little more towards the possibility of that it is a team like Front Row Motorsports. I could really see that happening rather than an RCR or another team like that because it's going to be a team that really wants support from the manufacturer. Toyota doesn't have many other than Joe Gibbs Racing, which to me kind of seems like they're going down a little bit. Seems like 2311 Racing could be the future of that organization. Um and those are the only two teams Toyota has. So they're going to really look for a new team that they can put their arms around and a team that wants to be supported by Toyota and have that Toyota support. And to me, it looks like a very big likelihood could be Front Row Motorsports. Again, every time I think that something's going to happen, uh, this thing seems like it's going to make so much sense, something comes out of the woodworks and I'm like, whoa! But like right now here on February 7th, I'm leaning towards the possibility that it is going to be Front Row Motorsports. But let's continue reading into some of your guys' comments. Creative Passion 18 put, makes sense, even though FRM drivers aren't really Toyota pioneers. I'd be interested if Wood Brothers made the switch to Toyota. Holy cow, that would be crazy. I mean, would that not create an outrage by a lot of NASCAR fans? The oldest NASCAR team, Wood Brothers, potentially going to Toyota. Holy cow, would that be crazy? Uh, yes, Wood Brothers. Or this is Snarky Rooster. Yes, Wood Brothers, the team that's been sponsored by Ford Motorcraft for like 70 years. Yeah, no, I, I don't see that happening. Um, it could make sense thing about it toyota wants to actually invest in teams wood brothers can't even get their 200th win in the plethora of drivers additionally burnt has money and has already worked with toyota before i kind of talked about that with daniel suarez a lot of people are connecting a lot of the stories were well daniel suarez has had the history with track house i don't put two and two together i i don't think the fact that they have a past presence with the driver doesn't really like to me, that means nothing. I mean, a lot of people talked about Legacy Motor Club could move to Toyota because they have the experience with Noah Gregson. To me, that that's just uh, that's irrelevant. I think you could take that, kind of throw that away. I don't see really how that really connects. I don't think Toyota looks at that and says, well, we have a history with Harrison Burton, so you know, we really can make something work there. I don't think Toyota even views that as a situation, but that's just me. I don't really... I don't think about that. Snack God two thousand two commented, "They are really, they are a feeder team to Team Penske. Really, Penske really doesn't need uh, Wood Brothers anymore. Rick could buy a charter whenever he wanted to. Plus, Penske could run more Xfinity cars if he wanted to. Just saying." Snack God commented, "They use the Wood Brothers to train crew workers. RCR will not go with Toyota. Richard Childress is committed to Chevrolet, and same with Hendrick Motorsports." Yeah, uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it on that one. Art fan two thousand twenty one commented, "Good, that's why Kyle Busch left Toyota. Got shitty parts, especially Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, I wouldn't say shitty parts, and I wouldn't say that's why Kyle Busch left Toyota either. Um, there's obviously reasons why Kyle Busch left Toyota, but um, yeah, no, I I wouldn't say Toyota's got shitty parts. They've got a couple championships to to show for that one, um, folks." Folks Koi put Amen. Christian underscore 55X commented good. Hard Motorsports underscore one. Want Chevy, always Chevy. I, I mean, I don't know about that. Tell that to Joe Gibbs Racing. Joe Gibbs Racing was once Chevrolet and they joined Toyota. And it seems like that pairing went pretty well for them. Uh, Nuttail Clint. I'm glad Trackhouse is not going to Toyota. I hear if Toyota go or if Tony Stewart goes towards Toyota, that's going to be a major upset. 
Yeah, I, I agree on that. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about the potential of Stuart Haas making that jump to Toyota. A lot of people said that, yeah, well, maybe Tony Stewart could be the guy that goes to Toyota because Tony Stewart doesn't seem committed. I mean, he started off with Chevrolet, went to went to Ford. I mean, what's going to stop them from the potential of going to Chevrolet or to Toyota? Um, I, I, I wouldn't bet on that. I would, like I said, my thoughts are front row motorsports is the likelihood candidate to go there. Is there a possibility Tony Stewart could? Maybe. I mean, it's always a possibility. So Nat God commented, nah, he's not there as that. Well, did you hear in 2023, Stewart Haas can sit there and switch manufacturers if they want to because their contract with Ford will be up. There's no way Ford would let that happen. They need they need that team in cup. I mean, if they lose, think about it. If, if Stewart Haas left the Ford organization, if he went out and left Ford, who would Ford have in the NASCAR Cup Series? And we're talking about the potential that they would still have front row at that point. Front row would be their RFK. They would lose their big competitor in the NASCAR uh, the NASCAR Cup Series. That is where all these drivers go to because that is the big organization that Ford has. Ford cannot afford to lose. I mean, we're talking about huge chaos if Stuart Haas does go off and go to Toyota. That I mean, that seems very, 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 very unlikely to me. I think honestly, you could count you could count out teams like RC. I don't see RCR happening. There's a possibility. We'll go to the. I'll discuss the teams that I think there's zero chance of happening, and that is Joe Gibbs, Hendrick, and Stuart Haas. Those three major super teams are not going anywhere. And now you could include Trackhouse. Apparently, Trackhouse says they're not going to go in there at all either. I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see Stuart Haas moving to. Toyota, although Tony Stewart switched manufacturers before, I don't think that necessarily means he's gonna switch again. I would really I'd be stunned if Ford let that happen. Um just see just seems very, very, very unlikely. Uh Ryan Scott twenty three says front row is a good option. Two cars, McDowell is on the verge of retiring, so they could fit in someone in that car in the future. Yeah, this is hard for me because I want to talk about another topic that we're going to talk about here on the show. It seems very likely that front row, to me, that is where I'm leaning on, that Toyota would take front row because they really need that support. Like you said, there's two cars that they would gain in that transaction. They could grab Todd Gillen right now, who's driving over there in that 38 car, and they really seem to be in love with Zane Smith, which we'll talk about later on. They got Michael McDowell. I don't necessarily think he's on the verge of retiring. Michael McDowell's looking really impressive. And I give Blake Harris a lot of credit on that one. Blake Harris is now going to go to Hendrick. But Blake Harris really turned that organization into a competitive organization. We saw him win the 2021 Daytona 500, which was fluky. But then he really looked impressive to me in 2022. We saw good numbers from him. He didn't win, but he did look good last year. And I think that grabbing a guy like McDowell would be great for Toyota. They do get two cars in that in that move. So I really think that's possibility that they could go out there and look at a guy like Michael McDowell's um, team and Front Row Motorsports. That that's like I said, that's where I'm I'm definitely leaning for. DPS0388 says RCR isn't leaving Chevrolet either. I really don't think so. That seems like that's appearing. There would be a lot of pissed off people, including myself, if Chevrolet left uh, or if Richard Childress Racing left Chevrolet. Oh, God, that would break my heart. You see the leg- the legendary number three car that Dale Earnhardt Sr. drove turned Toyota? No, 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 no. I'm good on that. I don't need that in my life. JTG, back to Toyota. 
that's a possibility. JTG, another team that I mentioned in the beginning when I started talking about this was I see this move coming from a team that doesn't have that support from their manufacturer that now if they do make that move to Toyota, they would get a lot more support that they're looking for. And that is a team like JTG, definitely a back burner on Chevrolet. Chevrolet doesn't give them the the parts that they need. The They're not getting the top tier support from a Chevrolet manufacturer like a Hendrick is and Trackhouse and all these other ones. They are a definite underfunded Chevrolet team and that would definitely be a potential move. That's only a one car team. That's the 47 of Ricky Stenhouse. Definitely a possibility that that car could move to Toyota. Wouldn't stun me at all to see that one happen. Um, that ca- that came from Thunder VX19. Hoyan underscore Chang dot GCCS8. I really hope I'm not butchering your name. Commented. And Legacy with Jimmy's Connections will not be it. Yeah, I don't think so. They do seem like they're doing some flashy things, making some moves right now. But um, I don't really see Legacy as the move. I, I, like I said, I've seen a lot of people comment that one and say, well, uh, Noah Gragson has raced in Toyota before. And guess who else has? Eric Jones raced for Joe Gibbs Racing there for a minute. And I don't see that happening. Like I said, I don't really put two and two together being the fact that, oh, he's raced there before. So let, let's put that into perspective that that could happen. I, I don't think that that's a thing. I... I'm going to say Legacy Stage Chevrolet. Another another thing that would really piss people off is Richard Petty cars in a Toyota manufacturer. It just seems like that. I just don't see that happening. They've switched manufacturers so often. I mean, they switch more than the Kardashians switch significant others. But I just don't see them going to Toyota. It seems like they've got something going. They are a little bit of an underfunded team. But it seems like this Jimmy Johnson pairing could be big for Chevrolet. I don't really see Chevrolet or Chevrolet leaving legacy motor club but you know you never know cedar.t says maybe call it given their relationship at homestead last year but then again chris rice has a rcr relationship yeah they're they're definitely rooted heavily in rcr and that would create chaos like how you guys mentioned a while ago how rcr could be a potential team i mean can you imagine if rcr switches toyota and all these beater systems i mean they build engines for chevrolet they build engines for hendrick like that ain't, that is just not like i don't see that happening i just don't see how uh, all the routes that they've got built into chevrolet i just don't see how rcr would ever leave that organization i don't really think colleague would um they're a new organization they're new enough to where they're established with chevrolet i mean i could see that breaking breaking and they could join toyota i would give it a 20 percent chance i don't think it's very likely um i i would say probably not but i like the, the most likely ones to me are jtg and front row and then jonathan underscore stenhouski says good toyota is ass um Although I'm not a Toyota fan, they have championships, so it's hard to say that they're ass. And they just won the most race, recent race. So, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to say that they're ass. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it for the comments on that one for the Justin Marks news. I'm glad to see he's not talking about going to, to Toyota. I really like the fact that he's built roots there with the Chevrolet organization. And I only expect to see them expand that further. Alrighty, next topic, the one everybody loves to talk about. Who Kyle Busch is fighting with this week? It seems to be a regular one, though. It's Joey Logano once again. No no spoils here. Joey Logano 
and Kyle Busch had a moment on track where Joey Logano just did not break. Like, Joey Logano went full in. I mean, this was a total shit show at the Bush Light Clash of the Coliseum, but Joey Logano did run over Kyle Busch, and even when it happened, I was like, holy cow, he ran him over. And Kyle Busch didn't like it. Kyle Busch joined SiriusXM NASCAR Radio on race night and commented on on the incident with Joey Logano, saying, Logano didn't get hit by nobody. He just flat out drove through me, so he's got another one coming. I owe him a few. It's really unfortunate to be raced by guys that are so two-faced. We were in the booth earlier and nice together, and when we were all done with that, he's like, hey man, good luck tonight. I'm like, okay, great, thanks. Yeah, whatever. And then, lo and behold, there you go. He wrecks me. Don't even talk to me if you're going to be that kind of an asshole on the racetrack. <laughs> um, yeah, let's have a part two, right? I mean, l- l- let's do this. Let's get this thing going again. We're all just brewing for that rematch at Las Vegas that we saw years ago where they got into a fist fight after the race. These two seem like they're on a collision course that clash with each other, which, you know, the weird thing about this, usually when you have a fight, there's a baby face and a heel. In this situation, you have two heels. Like, these are two of NASCAR's heels, although I do feel like Kyle Busch is kind of making the transformation to to the baby face uh, of the rivalry here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. Joey Logano is known for being a very, 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 very aggressive driver. Makes a lot of enemies. Here we are, one week into the NASCAR season. It's an exhibition race, and we've already got people going at each other's throats. And that's not to mention another wreck that we saw that we'll talk about here in a moment. Um, let's get into some of your guys' comments here. Not too many on this comment front here. This is going to be a short one. Uh, a couple, Not too many people commented here. Uh, the Rago1456. But funny thing is they were both on Raw during their early days at JGR. Um, yeah, that's ironic. Uh, they were back, they were teammates back in like 2011, I think, when Joey was a rookie. He was driving the 20 car. Kyle Busch was obviously in the 18. They did have a segment on Monday Night Raw. Um, and, and this is all in reference to a fact that I made a post of a match card between Joey Logano and Kyle Busch. Um, yeah, and after that, I mean, we, we saw obviously the legacy of Joey Logano seemed like his career was on a downhill spiral until he found Roger Penske. And can you imagine if AJ Allmendinger didn't fail that drug test, which what what if Joey Logano, where he would have landed at that point? It just seems like things fit into Joey's hands, and that rivalry has just been solid for many, 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 many years. Um, maybe it was the fact that they run WWE together. Who knows? Kyle Busch, former 24-7 champion. Um, Art Fan 2021 put, yeah, agree with Kyle. Beauty by McVicky put go Kyle. Lucy Spafford says Joey is in Kyle's head. He's the only one he complains about. What? Okay, wait, hold on. What? What? He's the only one that Kyle, that Kyle Bush complains about. Are you sure about that? I I can reference a couple of them. I remember a couple instances where Kyle Bush has been frustrated with drivers. I don't know if it's necessarily solely Joey Logano. But he's the only one he complains about while others are on the same, including himself. Keep on keeping, Joey. Um, we got a Joey Logano fan here. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, there's been instances where Kyle Busch has been involved with Joey Logano, that's for sure. Or maybe some of the, the latest ones have been Joey. Uh, I don't know about if he's in his head. Um, two two-time NASCAR champions, both are only, 
are only multi-time NASCAR champions going at each other right there. Um, and then Folks, Coy, Kyle Busch win. I don't know. He didn't win the first time. Uh, he, he was the one with blood on his face after the fight in the first one. But, you know, uh, Tad McNulty says the champ does what he fucking wants. Conor McGregor. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Victor underscore B, 1996. I kind of agree. Uh, Mintage for you. I agree with Mexican prison boy. Yeah, we're going to get into the comments on that one. Uh, situation with Kyle Busch went on there. A lot of Kyle Busch topics here on this episode. Life underscore on underscore liberty. If that's how Rowdy Bush feels about it, then there's going to be a lot of drivers not talking to him. <laughs> if that's it. Yeah, um... I, I I see what you say. I get what you're saying there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to comment to that one. But that's pretty much all I got on that. Um, just the situation there that, I mean, I ex- you expect tempers to flare at the Bushlight Clash of the Coliseum. Joey's been called Two-Faced before. I I mean, Joey, Joey is that, Joey seems like he's a very, 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 very friendly guy. Like, Joey seems like a very likable guy off the track. He seems so friendly. He goes on the morning drive with Mike Bagley and Pete Pistone. I listen to every morning, and Joey seems so likable, so charismatic, so just a good, overall good guy. And then you see the things he does on the track. He's just aggressive. He doesn't care. He's going to do what it takes to win the race, and that's just who Joey is. Joey's not going to apologize for who he is. He's going to win the race no matter what it takes, and I can't really fault him for that. Like, it's hard to take a side here for me because I do like Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is one of my one of my favorite drivers, especially now that he's away from that Joe Gibbs camp. I like Kyle Busch. I'll I'll be frank and honest. Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick are my guys. Um, but it's hard to blame Joey, who's gonna go out there and do what it takes. We saw in 2018 when he went crazy on Martin Truex Jr. and Martin Truex Jr. said he's going to get one. All these guys go out there and say, okay, I owe you one. And you see Kyle Busch say he owes him a couple. They always say, I owe you one. But are you actually going to go out there and do it? Because I can't recall a time where Joey Legato, oh wait, I can. Matt Kenseth. (laughs) Okay. I was just about to say, I mean, not many people go out there and go after Joey for the things that Joey's done. But Matt Kenseth says, he's got his hands raised and says, I've done that. A time or two, but um, yeah, no, I mean, we'll, this is going to be interesting. Kyle says he owes him a couple, but will he do it? Joey does what it takes to win the races. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see is Kyle, if Kyle Busch is winning a race here going forward, what will Joey Logano bump him out of the way? Or will we see a whole another situation like a Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin thing like we saw last year? This is going to be an interesting thing. One week into the season, here we are. We got a rivalry. Joey Logano, Kyle Busch. Part two. Alrighty, more on the Kyle Bush situation. This is the more serious story of the two. Kyle Bush was arrested in Mexico back in late January for possession of a handgun. Kyle did participate in the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum, finishing third. Mexican officials said Kyle Bush was fined $1,100 and sentenced to a three and a half year prison. However, there a prison sentence. However, there was no indication about how Bush would be able to serve his sentence. For now, he'll be preparing for the Daytona 500, which will officially start the 2023 NASCAR season on February 19th. That source is foxnews.com. Kyle reached out and made a statement himself saying, 
In late January, Samantha and I enjoyed a several-day vacation in Mexico. When departing the country, my handgun was flagged during a routine screening at the airport. I have a valid concealed carry permit from a local authority and adhere to all handgun laws. But I made a mistake by forgetting it was in my bag. Discovery of the handgun led to my detainment. While the situation was resolved, I was not aware of Mexican law and and had no intention of bringing a handgun into Mexico. When it was discovered, I fully cooperated with authorities, accepted the penalties, and returned to North Carolina. I apologize for my mistake and appreciate the respect shown by all parties as we resolve the matter. My family and I consider this, consider this issue closed. Okay, so um, obviously a very serious situation that Kyle was arrested. And I mean, three and, the thing that stands out to me is the three and a half year jail sentence. That That is like, whoa, okay. I, I'm going to guess that he'll never serve that. I guess I'm going to guess it's going to be like a mutual never go back to Mexico thing because you got a three and a half year jail sentence waiting for you there. Um, we'll see. I, I don't know too much about the situation. I don't know if if we're looking at uh, an agreement here, a settlement. I, I don't really know. I've never, I mean, we've never seen this before. This is definitely uncharted territory, but it, it, it's serious to see a situation like this come out. And um, obviously to one of the biggest NASCAR drivers of all time, uh, one of the better drivers, especially in today's era of NASCAR, you can make a statement. He's one of the best drivers. So it's very serious to see this happen. Let's go into some of your guys' comments. The Rago 1456, but I'm going to expect it's suspended sentence or they just fine him more money. Yeah, um, NASCAR came out and said that this is not a NASCAR penalty. NASCAR is not going to get involved here. The, Kyle did have a responsibility to go out and reach out and, and you know, inform NASCAR that he had been detained by authorities. And, and he did do that. So NASCAR doesn't really have a, a foot here. They can't get involved. Kyle followed all the proper procedures. So I don't see anything that NASCAR is going to go out here and fine him or suspend him. Anything like that. Nothing's going to happen there in regards to that. NASCAR is not going to go and do anything. Um, like I said, I, my guess is that he's just going to be told, don't go back to Mexico. Like I, I don't think that. This isn't, this isn't a, a situation NASCAR needs to get involved in. I think it would be wrong for them to get involved in here. It just doesn't make sense. for the, This is not involving NASCAR. Obviously, it becomes a situation if Kyle gets arrested and is, is in prison for three and a half years. But other than that, not a situation. Um, Beauty by Ms. Vicky. She stated, I think this is being blown out of proportion. Yeah, it very well could be. It very, very, very well could be being blown out of proportion. This could just be pushed aside. Kyle, may, like I said, probably will never have to serve that sentence. I don't think that's ever going to become a thing. But, you know, uh, I, I do agree that this could be being blown out of proportion. Steve Machine on Instagram says, Terrible protecting his family and with a celebrity for the racing community, I'd say... Keep racing. Dang. Mistakes happen. I've heard horror stories in Mexico. This should go away. And that's true. I, I agree with that to a concern, to a situation, to a to an extent. I mean, remember, just a couple months ago, Kyle was involved in that shooting at the mall. So, I mean, there is a situation where Kyle may feel like he needs to protect his family. I, I'm not in Kyle Bush's head. I don't know what Kyle Bush is thinking. I just know if that happened and I was involved in that situation, that would concern me a little bit to maybe want to carry a firearm but when you are going into another country you do have to respect that country's rules i i do understand the the right to carry 
But that is an American right. That is a right that we have here in America. That is our Second Amendment. Mexico doesn't, our, our rights as American citizens don't pertain to what goes on in Mexico. So we have to agree that when we travel across borders, we're at their mercy. And, and this is why I'd, I don't like to travel. I don't like to go outside the country because I don't know all their rules. I don't know. I mean, I don't know all the rules of America, but I don't know all the rules outside of this country. And Kyle needed to needed to know that leaving this country with a concealed firearm is a sentence of three and a half years and a fine. It's you can say it's a bogus fine. You can complain about how stupid the penalty is. And I, I trust me, I'm I'm of the belief everyone should be able to conceal a fire gun if they would if the or firearm if they'd like to. But that's not what Mexico thinks. Mexico's got their own rules and protections, and Kyle didn't do it. Kyle didn't um, follow hit the guidelines that he needed to follow, and there are there are punishments for it. And sounds like he didn't know he had the gun. I mean, maybe he had it from a prior time. I don't like I said. I don't know the the situation here. I obviously am not Kyle Bush. I don't know what's going on here. In regards to if the bag, if the gun was in the bag, he was not aware of it. I don't know the situation there. The police obviously do. Kyle talked to them and discussed everything that was going on. So I just hope everything ends up right. Obviously, Kyle was in communication. They let Kyle go, obviously. He raced at the Bush Light Clash of the Coliseum. So I, I hope that is the end of the story. And I hope Beauty by Ms. Vicky is right. And this is just being blown out of proportion. I think that is the best situation here. Just a, just something I didn't plan on talking about here. Just a really serious situation. Um, Gsmart1077 says good for him. J and Janlit19 or Janlit929, sorry, commented, my family and I consider this issue closed. A polite way of saying we are done talking about it, so quit asking. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a Kyle Bush way of saying, saying that, getting his opinion out. Um... CPC Diamond Hatton says, listen, people, this is a problem because the government is now using NASCAR for pushback to get rid of firearms. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into politics or anything like that. Um, I, I think that's kind of being blown out of proportion a little bit there. Um, Polar Bound put, he was detained. There is a difference. I mean, I I, I guess. if He was still arrested but he was still taken into custody by the mexican authorities if you want to get into the nitty-gritty yeah he was that he was technically detained um in chuck w says i'm not a fan of kyle's but i wish him the best i hope he doesn't have to go back down to mexico i know that's not a place to be i wish you the best and pray for you and your family we we said we follow that that sentiment here um obviously very like i said very serious situation here um, sorry about the phone going crazy right now. Um, it, it's a very serious situation. I, I, I wish the best for Kyle. Obviously, if he had to do it again, I'm sure he would not bring the gun down there. Um, just probably didn't know the situation of, of how, what the, what the situation is having a gun down in Mexico, what all the significance of that. So, I mean, we'll just carry on. Hope everything turns out good for Kyle. I totally agree with you on that one. And Chuck W was the one who commented on that one. Race on, Kyle. Hitsman.Kyle on that one. Mintage for you says, did you tell them you know Daniel Suarez? <laughs> uh, Georgia's Fats says, I call BS on this. What What do you call BS on this for? Like, what? what's, what's the BS? 
I mean, it's Kyle admitted it. Mexican authorities have have stated that they had a guy from Nevada that's named Kyle. But like, what is their BS on that? Like, Kyle made a statement on his social media platforms regarding this. I don't know where you're calling BS on that. Uh, everything's. I mean, it's been on Fox. Uh, it's been on all your reports. CNN's talked about it. Everything has talked about. I don't know what you're calling BS on. Jeff, can you fix it? Says, just pay up. Mexico will happily let it go. I mean, uh, per- perhaps. Are, are you speaking for Mexico here? Uh, th- th- that's just the thing that sucks is, I mean, wh- what happens if Joe Smith, the plumber, is in Mexico and he gets pulled over for having a handgun? I mean, is he going to be able to go to his job the next day? I mean, that that's just something I that I like. It should be equal parties. Uh, Kyle obviously has the money. $1,100 is not a serious fine. That's that's what seems weird. It's three and a half years and an $1,100 fine. Like, that, that just seems like the fine is nothing, but the the punishment for um for the jail sentence is, is concerning. Uh, Andrew DeVore, NASCAR fan, says, so will Austin Hill have to drive the eight? Um, obviously, that's not where we're at right now. Obviously, Kyle Busch is still in... In guidelines, to he's expected to drive that number eight car until it's, it becomes a situation. Right now, it's not a situation. Right now, it's just something that has happened. Kyle Busch was pulled over in January, or was detained in January, as as I need to make sure it's detained. Um, he was detained in January and has been let go since. He's driven for Richard Childress at the Bush Light Class of the Coliseum. Doesn't sound like that's going to be a thing. It is nice that they have those Xfinity Series drivers in case of a an emergency but I, I don't think that's a I don't like my belief and I don't know like this is not an official thought this is what I think I think that Kyle Busch is going to get back behind the wheel he'll be driving for the rest of the season this is not going to become a thing like like the lady said uh let me go back to it beauty by McVicky she said that this is being blown out of proportion I tend to agree on that one I think that this is just a story because he was detained. There is a three and a half year jail sentence to it. That when you see the three and a half year jail sentence, like my my eyes pop out of my head. I'm like, uh oh, here we go. I mean, that's that's concerning because he just signed this deal and he's what, thirty seven years old, and we're talking to, he'll be forty, but forty one by the time he gets out of jail. And I just don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's just gonna be a mutual thing where they say, don't come into Mexico and um and pay your fine, and we're good. And I hope that's what it is. I don't. I really don't see this becoming anything bigger. But I've been wrong in the past, so we'll see. Um, all prayers to Kyle Busch. I hope all is good. I mean, he learned. He learned a lesson now, and it's a lesson for all of us, honestly. I mean, we've seen this in the past. You saw Brittany Griner in Russia have to go to jail for not following the guidelines of that country, and and a lot of people take for granted the rights that we have here in America. And how great we're able to live in America because a lot of this stuff is our right that we don't, that does not follow us as we go to other countries. When you go to other countries, you waive your rights as an American citizen. You become a victim to what their rights are and what their rules are. And if it's not carrying your concealed handgun or if it's, you cannot have, have certain items when you go through their, to their checkpoints at the airport, you have to know what their guidelines are and you have to be careful otherwise you can find yourself in a jail in that country it's just it's just a a scary story scary situation i hope the best for kyle and his family 
obviously no no harm was here um and when you look at it from mexican authorities you they don't know what the what the consent is they don't know if kyle's going there to commit violence they don't like you don't know they they don't know and it's it's a concerning thing for both parties obviously um i just hope the best for kyle i don't like i said if i had to guess i would guess nothing comes of this and i it's it's an it's it's just a story so we'll see obviously hopefully more nothing more comes of this but time will tell but that's all i want to talk about here on this topic we'll move on to the next one Alrighty, so much to get into on this episode. So we're going to split them into two categories here. We're going to do two episodes on the show. This will be the last topic we talk about for today's episode. And I want to talk a little bit about driver safety here today because the next-gen car is in its second year. And we've, we're now one race into the second year of the advancements. And NASCAR spent all offseason trying to work on adjustments. We saw how horrible the end of the season was last year. And NASCAR put a lot of effort into making these next-gen cars better. But a couple of the drivers have mentioned that it's still not feeling safe. And one of them was Bubba Wallace, who was involved in a wreck late in the race with Austin Dillon. We saw those two get into a little scuffle there, which led to Austin dumping Bubba. And Bubba went into the wall. Bubba was asked after the race his opinions on the safety of the car. And Bubba said, my back still hurts and my head still hurts. Which is concerning. Because... Denny Hamlin came on his podcast as well, which is which is a Dirty Mo podcast. It's a brand new show that they have. It's called Action Detrimental. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend to check it out. Denny Hamlin is always a great listen. He's so opinionated, so vocal. That's what I love about him is that he doesn't care. He'll tell you what's on his mind. And he came out and he mentioned that bumper tags still hurt. It still hurts to get hit by these cars because, in my opinion, I think it's the composite body. These these bodies are too strong. And the force of the impact isn't being absorbed by the car. The, the impact right now is being taken on by the driver. And that's an issue. We cannot have our drivers taking impacts, getting hurt, because we saw last year Noah Gregson got hurt. Or not Noah Gregson. Alex Bowman got hurt. Noah Gregson had a sub in. Um, Kurt Busch got hurt. And we saw Ty Gibbs have to fill in for him. We, we can't be having our drivers go out there and risking them getting injured again. Like, like this is a significant issue. And we're going to talk on tomorrow's episode about other instances that they're talking about with safety issues on the na- on the next-gen car. I don't like to bash the next-gen car. I don't like to talk about how crappy the car is or anything like that because NASCAR is busting their hump to make this the best car out there. And they've made, they've made improvements, and I'm sure we'll see – flaws on the year nascar will work their tails off to make adjustments there and fix the issues that are going to occur nascar is working hard like i i i don't want to be that guy who bashes them and is negative and talks that's not what i want to do here i don't want to bash nascar at all i love nascar it's one of my favorite sports probably my favorite sport but safety is an issue we have to keep our drivers safe we have to worry about our athletes for one first and foremost that is the concern is making sure that we don't have guys getting hurt or even worse and right now when we're one race in and we're at a little tiny bull ring like the clash of the coliseum we cannot have these drivers saying oh i felt the impacts because that's a little tiny track i mean you you do not want them getting hurt you do not want them feeling anything especially i mean we're not going 200 miles per hour at this track wait till we go to daytona next week and Auto Club after that. like th- These tracks are going to be tracks where we're hauling at. You don't want to be talking about an injured driver three weeks into the season. That's worst case scenario. We, 
it's just, it's very concerning. It's like, I wouldn't say like, I, I'm hitting the panic button here already, but it's definitely something to keep your eyes on. Like the progression of this next gen car. I know Elton Sawyer and all the guys out there are busting it to try to make sure that this car is as safe as possible. It's just, we can't have gray. We can't have that gray area where there's a possibility someone, like, we need these cars to be safe. NASCAR had made such great advancements and I understand this new next gen car, but it's we we can't risk these guys getting hurt and i i i'm interested to see what this year does because we're obviously it's a 36 year or 36 race season in the year and we're gonna get some obstacles thrown at us we'll see how nascar bounces back from them it's gonna be a very interesting year but let's dig into your guys's comments here um starting with isaiah hines point zero six bro why the old people going off uh, Edmonds 312, good. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. Creative Passion 18. This car is too strong and hard for these slow speeds. Just like the safer barrier, the more you have, the harder, or the more you have, the harder you hit. When you take some out of the takeaway, extra impact. One thing about the Gen 6 cars is you keep hitting someone's bumper and the hood and bumper would crinkle. This not so much, so there is no way for energy to be released. That's kind of what I was saying on the opener. The the impact is being absorbed in the driver rather than the car. The car is not taking the impact like it did before. When you would make the impact with another car, your car would be destroyed. You would you hit the wall and it would be the end of the day. Now you're not the car is not taking the hit so much. The driver is, which is not not good. You do not want that happening. That that's bad. That's bad news. Um. I just don't know how, when you have a composite body, I don't know what the solution is. I'm not smart enough to go out there and be like, well, this is what you need to do. I, I, I'm i just your bumbling idiot here. I, I, But that's why we have these guys in NASCAR. That's I believe in them to make the advancements. We have the best guys out there, the best resources to make changes, and I think that they probably will. I, I do believe in NASCAR to do the right thing. I know a lot of you guys have totally lost faith in it, but I, I – I, I still believe that we have the best capable minds out there to make the changes that we need to make to make this series the best series it could be again. Um, another guy that pushes other people around but cries when someone does it to him. Just another JGR driver that thinks he is better than the rest of you guys. You need to retire. Wow. Hey, surprise, surprise. Get, guess what his handle is? Team Chevy. Um. <laughs> You know, I mean, Bubba gets a lot of hate. That's definitely a situation. And we could talk about the fact that Bubba and Austin got into it with each other and they were in a tussle and then one of them gets wrecked and, and one of them's pouting. Well, when you guys are bumping, I mean, Bubba made a shot on him after Austin had raced him very hard and was give, and was on his back. Bubba gave Austin a shot. And it's move or be moved. And Bubba, when Bubba got his shot on Austin, it didn't clean his clock. You got to expect when you make a move like that, guess what the next retaliation move is going to be? It's going to be to clean your clock. And Austin Dillon took him out and took him out of the race. Like, I don't know why Bubba was so surprised about that. Like, Bubba had the chance to be the one to take Austin out, but he let Austin have the upper hand. Um, I, I, I'm not going to get here and bash Bubba Wallace. I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not a fan of the, any, really any of the Toyota drivers. But I, um, I, I do... I don't know. I'm not going to get involved in all the all the Bubba hatred here. Um, Armor Shipping Fan 91. NASCAR should have safer barrier foam in the rear bumpers to absorb the impact. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know all the details. I don't know. I like, 
it, it sounds good, but I don't know. I, I don't know what, like, when you take something, obviously something is, like, there's give and take there. So I don't know what, like, I, I don't know enough about that to say, well, yeah, that's a great idea. I, I hope that the people at NASCAR think about, uh, consider all these options. And I know they are. I know they're thinking about what, what could work and what won't. So I, I'll stay optimistic there. Uh, G Smart 1077, my head hurts listening to you. Please retire. <laughs> um rusty 5781 you're just a candy ass bubba wallace bills not nomad v-rod you get what you deserve bubba you are a punk um now i understand what the first comment said where man all these old people are pissed off um every time i make a bubba post i i know what's gonna come i I know the comments that are gonna be coming um j (laughs) j robbie 1120 his lady parts probably still hurt, and I am covering when I say the his lady parts. His lady parts probably still hurt too. Okay, that that one that one was a good one. That was I I like that one. I have to I have to admit that was that one that one got me a little bit. Um, but yeah, no driver safety big concern in this upcoming season here. Bubba Wallace um felt the impacts, and I I understand he was in a bad bad mood at that time, but uh, we can't have our guys feeling impacts. I. I, I it's concerning to me. I don't want to see these guys hurt. And we saw Bubba Wallace uh, year last year. I was at Atlanta. I think both Atlanta races. He got involved in a wreck late in the race, and he was hurt. You he, he visibly saw the wind taken out of him. These guys are getting in wrecks. Luckily, it's we're still getting it to where it's like we haven't really had. I mean, aside from the Kurt Busch one, and that's definitely a serious wreck. We don't. We haven't had any tragedy in the sport, and and I, I mean, I, I hope it stays like that, but. I I just hope and I pray that these guys come out there and they just they can stay safe. I, I'm praying that NASCAR makes the right steps forward into driver safety. Like I said, I'm not smart enough to say, well, this is what you need to do. I I, I don't know, but I do I do know that I don't want to lose any of these guys out there. These guys go out there every week and they put their bodies on the line. And is this is what makes me mad when people say these guys aren't athletes? So these guys don't. It takes no talent to drive a car in a circle because you and I and Jim and John could never do it. They could never get behind these wheels and drive 200 miles per hour for four hours, three hours, and and take the impacts that they're taking. It's just th- these guys are gladiators, and I I hope we can do everything we can to keep them safe because that's, that's importance number one. But that is going to put a cap on this episode of the Everybody Loves Racing Podcast Part 1. I really hope you guys appreciated or enjoyed this. I appreciate you guys. Um, we will, like I said, we're going to be doing a live stream probably not this week, but we'll do it the week of Daytona. I'm really excited for all of that. Um, my name is Greg. If you guys haven't yet, check out our Everybody Loves Racing page on Instagram I really appreciate it. I appreciate all your guys' support. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll be doing more than throughout the year. Like I said, I plan on doing multiple, multiple episodes like this and have different people on talking about the NASCAR season. So without further ado, my name is Greg, and this is the Everybody Loves Racing Podcast. I'm out. Thank you guys for listening. This was an episode of the Everybody Loves Racing podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Everybody Loves Racing for all your up-to-date NASCAR news and stories.